Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode of Dan of the Infinity Film Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Rod or Glibtrot, or just Rod. Joining me, as always, is my wonderful friend, Mr. Benjamin Saunders. Ben, how are we doing today? Hey, hey, doing good. Happy early Merry Christmas to you, my friend. <laughs> yep, same to you. And uh, Ben, this is, this is a special episode because we haven't had the opportunity to do this yet, which is interview director and some cast members on a, on a, on a film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something we haven't ventured into yet in our almost three years of doing this pod together. So, you know, this is very exciting. I'm glad we were able to get some early access. I, I thank the great director once again for, mm-hmm. uh, for, for letting us uh, check the film out early. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce our first guest, Ben, Mr. Alex Helmer. Alex, good to see you. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Ben. It's been a long time, but uh, thanks again for having us and for, you know, being, you know, you willing to both see the film and then, you know, talk about it as well. It means a lot. So thank you. Absolutely. Ben, you want to choose one of the cast members? Sure. Uh, we have Ron Littman joining us, who plays Buddy in the film. How are you doing today? Okay, man. Typecast again. You know, they needed an old dying guy. <laughs> <laughs> Alex said, Alex called me and said, can you be an old dying guy? And I went, yeah, I think I can. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I just had to pop him some pills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get some behind-the-scenes access, too, Ben. What happened on the behind closed yeah, doors? Man. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it, man. Hey. When's this dropping again? Your Christmas? <laughs> right before the holidays. So, Merry yeah. Christmas, everyone. Uh, I had then... a latka party last night for Hanukkah. Oh, potato oh, potato oh, nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. The whole apartment. I missed it, unfortunately. Like... I, was, I was really sad that I missed Ron's latka party. It was, it's, it's once in a lifetime. And you were only 3,000 miles away, Alex. Jeez, you know. Yeah. What a diva, Alex. You couldn't make his party? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Uh, someone who's not a diva, Ben. Not yet, anyway. Mr. Jack Wheeler here plays Mr. Nathan in the film. Jack, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. How are you? Good, good. Glad we good, can get good. you on and get, get, get everyone here. So this this mm-hmm. is exciting. This is fun. Uh, don't worry. We're not going to waste too much of your time. You know, Alex... When you asked me to interview you about a film, you know, your short film, I'm surprised, you know, you didn't go the Marvel route and do, because I know you as such a big fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Alex. <laughs> I'm like, I'm surprised you didn't do a comic book film, a comic book short film to do, because, you know, you're just so in the comic books. Man. <laughs> nah, so, can... Spider-Man Lotus filled that void perfectly. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. Yes, I saw that made the short list of the uh, on the Razzies of one of the worst short films ever made. <laughs> oh, really? No, no, I, I don't know. No, no. Oh, that would have been, <laughs> been a perfect pick. <laughs> it would have been. I have yet to watch the, that thing in its entirety. I don't know if I can. Um, I might need a little bit of whatever y'all having at your parties here <laughs> so um, to get through that one. But uh, Ben, do you want to explain to our guest the kind of little, uh, little game we're going to be playing today before we get started with the interview? Yeah, choose your own row. It's uh, a little game. Rod started on his uh, Instagram page a while ago, and we kind of adapted it for our uh, our podcast. But it's uh, well again. I have three rows of three different uh, options, and we have a certain category. I don't know what it is for this one. Uh, sports related today, man. Ooh, okay. So y'all can oh. have fun with that because um, <laughs> I'm not a big sports okay. guy. I'll take sports for four hundred. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, daily double. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you you choose which of the three rows that uh, you're most interested or most biggest fan of, I guess. Um, so yeah, pretty simple. But go ahead and uh, 
you know, Alex, it was between Dakota Johnson films <laughs> and uh, and Marvel and MCU. So I was like, what, what, what will Alex appreciate the most? <laughs> so <laughs> unfortunately, none of us made the cut this week, Alex. But next time, next time, I, I got you. I got you. Make sure to include. I'm surprised uh, you've done those already. Oh, we have. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah, at least wait till after Madam Web comes out. Come oh, Alex, I'm holding you to that 24 hour live spoiler review on your on the on the League of Cinephiles. I'm I'm holding you to that Oh, I wonder. I love the trailer. <laughs> Ron's like waiting to see if that was a joke or not. I'll, I'll leave him in suspense. <laughs> okay, let's get into this and we can talk about your short film, Alex. Um, <laughs> so yes, here we go. We got three films here, gentlemen. Or three rows here, excuse me. So in row one, we have Creed, uh, Ben Affleck's The Way Back, and Ford v. Ferrari. In row two, we have Rush, uh, Jerry Maguire, and Dodgeball. And in row three, we have Remember the Titans, The Fighter, and Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. So let everyone ponder their choices here for a second on what, which row they were choosing. Just just a row. Any any row you choose for like a little movie okay. marathon of your, of your choosing here. So Ben, no cheating, no columns, Ben. Remember that we're choosing rooms. Yeah, okay. Can't, can't do that this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben's always cheating. <laughs> so Alex, you know, I'm gonna go to you first as you are the director and uh sports aficionado, as I know you are, especially in the realm of football. Yeah. So what row would you choose, my friend? I think I mean a lot of great movies in every row, but I'm gonna go for the one where I pretty much like to love every one of the movies so that's row two so you have rush which is my favorite ron howard movie jerry Maguire, which is one of my favorite rom-coms um and then dodgeball which is one of my like childhood favorite comedies yeah i think that's a pretty strong row. iconic iconic awesome. lines oh you yeah know, iconic performances yeah yes but if you didn't know no one makes alec bleed his own blood so, you know, <laughs> yep. Only, only Hannah can do that. Uh, Ron, what about you? What about you, sir? Uh, I, I'll take the uh, first row. Okay. For five hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting the whole fucking room here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Creed didn't see it all the way through. Lame. The way back. Not even the credits that I see. The the opening. We'll never see. Ferrari, because I love Christian Bale, very well made movie, believable and, you know, exciting, involving, great film. Liked it very much. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Jack, what about you? So uh, I'm actually going to also have to go with row one. But that's only because it has the only movie in this list I've seen. Oh, okay. Which <laughs> is Ford v. Ferrari. Gotcha. I saw it like I don't even really remember seeing it. I just remember I went in like sixth grade with all like with my like all my little twelve year old friends, and I like was the only one that watched the movie because I <laughs> liked it. It was like that's a sign of a good actor. Yeah, movie. <laughs> I thought it was a good movie. It was like it was cool. I never thought that I would be interested by. You know, not even like racing, but like you know, like like the running, like it's like it like talks about like isn't it like the the movie about like the. Like, 24 hour race or something like that correct yep yeah and like that's the build that was so boring and it like but like it was cool i liked it I liked so there's it. a new ferrari about ferrari right coming With, out uh, adam driver directed by Ma michael mann 
Yep. Yeah, oh, man. Years. Two. Of t- okay, I'm done. Michael Mann is my one of my men. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. We love people just, uh, you know, just yelling out their passion. So uh, please go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be real quick here with mine. Then I'm going with Row 3 because I remember the Titans is still my all-time favorite sports film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fighter is... I know it's gotten a lot of praise and won awards. I still feel like for some reason it's still underappreciated though. I don't know why. Uh, we don't Christian talk about the Bale. fighter enough. Terrific. Terrific. Yeah. Terrific in that movie. I agree. And then Ben, you and I have talked about Ricky Bobby a lot on this pod before when we talk about comedies. <laughs> just how the, Alex is the same with Dodgeball. Tedek Knights is also very quotable. Uh Sasha Baron Cohen Ben is hilarious in that movie. Can't get enough. And of course you can't. I mean, shake and bake, Ben. Shake and bake. Mm-hmm. So gotta go with Row Three on that one. Nice. Uh I have not seen The Way Back yet. I own it, but have not watched it yet. Um, yeah, it sounds like Benjamin Thomas and me. So, <laughs> yep. That's uh, taking me away from row one otherwise, uh, which is great. So, yeah, I'll go row two as well. Plus, it's a good variety of, of like you're saying, the rom-com and comedy. And then Rush is a great, great drama. All right. So, of course, Ben, we end this with saying I was correct and everybody else here was wrong. And <laughs> they chose their own row. So, congratulations, everybody. Uh, tune in next week. <laughs> so let's talk about a uh, cognac at the Indy 500, Alex, shall we? Uh, you know, I'm gonna let Ben get you know get started with, with asking the questions, but I think both of us at first just want to say, man, congratulations on the film, mm-hmm. very, very impressive, especially for a, a directorial debut. Uh, you know, I've only you know, we've known each other now for what probably two years, um, you know, and I know. This was sort of a passion for you. So, you know, I've, I've got my questions. I know Ben's got his, but I, I, we just wanted to start off by saying congrats, man, because uh, this this really was impressive. And I don't mean that just because, you know, being nice, I want you to come back. I'm, I'm <laughs> legitimately very, very proud, man. So congrats to, to you and to Ron and Jack. Everyone here just flawless, 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 flawless. So, Thank uh, Ben, I want you to go ahead and why don't you get started first, man? All right. Um, I guess just starting 3,000 foot level. Uh, do you have a inspiration for the film, um, and, and what made you want to go to to this story? I guess particularly. Yeah. So, um, obviously, like it's not like one day I woke up and you know this is a story I wanted to tell just you know randomly. It was kind of like built up. I knew obviously I wanted to make movies. You know, my entire life I wanted to make movies, but it, you know it's it's always a question of like what do you want to make, right? What genre? What story? Um, and um, I felt like this. Uh, being a story that was close to me, being someone as like you know, I I've been to more funerals than I have weddings, right? Um, uh, and you know, and and unfortunately, you know, my life, you know, even when I was a kid, I was I was too young to understand. You know, my life has been surrounded by situations like this, and you know, I uh, once I kind of developed my voice as an artist, I I knew it was you know something I wanted to tap into, um, not necessarily grief, but but pre grieving and the process before beforehand and 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 what how can that how that can be perhaps even scarier you know waiting and how people kind of prepare for the moment um of 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 death and um i i i love kind of my dinner with andre which is a big inspiration which is just two characters the entire movie sitting down and talking about life and their different viewpoints um and you know i wanted to make a film that also talked about the power of conversation and you know how you know talking to one other like different people of different kind of beliefs can be, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the best things we can do as human beings. And, 
um, I felt like Ron and Jet are, uh, sorry, they're, they're so ingrained as the characters. <laughs> I get the names mixed up. Um, but Buddy and Nathan are such interesting characters to me. And I wanted to, you know, as, as, as an artist, my main goal is to make the audience feel, you know, and, uh, and, and, and I, when I wrote these characters, when I wrote the script, that's my, that was my main job is to, you know, I wanted to connect people through these characters and, um, and infuse a bit of my personality into the script as well. So, um, that's, that's kind of the reason why I hope, uh, and I hope, uh, I, I, I succeeded on that front. Right, so I'll, I'll go next year. I, I want to ask like the, the, the two, the two stars of the film, uh, Ron and Jack here, what, what was it that drew you guys to, to do this with Alex, right? What, what was it? And was it the script? Was it just Alex as a human being? I mean, cause you know, he's a great guy. So what, what, what really drew you guys to, to, to do this film with Alex? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would say it was definitely the script. I mean, just like in the audition process, um, or, or maybe like right after just around that time, like I had the chance to like read the script before we had even like, I don't even know if I had been, you know, like officially casted yet, but I read, I remember my, I read the script and I was like, I was just wowed, man. Like it was like the best script that I had ever read because, well, um, I mean, I haven't done a lot of short films. I haven't read a lot of scripts, but like, I knew this one was good when I read it. I like, it really just all of everything about it stood out to me, you know, just the depth of it and all the messages and the characters, but yeah, the script just really stood out to me. It was just excellent writing. And I was like, you know, it, it made me want to do it because, you know, I think every actor wants to play a character in a film that's amazing. So for me, you know, I didn't know Alex. I saw the ad on uh, backstage, you know, applied for it, said, you know, elderly guy <laughs> typecast again, you know. So, but when I read <laughs> the script, you know, as an actor, when I read anything, I go, that's me. I can do that. That's me. But this really was, I mean, very close with the exception of I'm not dying yet. Um, but very close to, you know, that the age, the, you know, looking back on your life, um, trying to connect with the next generation. And now Jack, you know, the second generation, it's just, it was just really a terrific thing. And I get to, got to just lay in bed the whole two days of shooting. I just stayed in that bed and was there in this terrific house and, and, you know, with these professionals running around and Alex really grabbing hold and doing his job so very, very well. It was, it was terrific. Ron said he was typecast as Buddy. I'm sorry that we didn't cast you as the Nathan character instead to kind of <laughs> diversify your resume. <laughs> little, little out of the age range there. Uh, you know, I don't think we reach that one. Uh, speaking about the, the script, which is uh, fantastic, I agree. And I, I even have a bunch of quotes written down. I kept <laughs> typing them because there is so many memorable ones. Um, but how many uh, passes, I guess, of the of the script were there, or you know, how how long did it take you to to build it and going back and forth, changing stuff? I love that question because that right that question shows a lot of knowledge on your end because obviously scripts the script isn't finalized obviously until the day before the day of shooting, right? Sometimes even while shooting, like like when Die Hard was made, the script was being writ wrote wrote. I mean, we're, we're, you know that that's timely now. You know this this 
we're, we're, we're close to Christmas. That script was being written while the movie was being produced, right? Luckily, that wasn't the case with this movie, but a lot. Um, and I remember the final version of the script, obviously, it's always a lot better than the first version. But um, obviously, when you have two actors like this, two individuals who, at the end of the day, are going to know the character a lot more, or the characters a lot more than you will um, by a certain point, they're going to have suggestions. They're going to be much better than, than mine. Um, and luckily, you know, that was the case. You know, Ron would call me up in the middle of the night when I uh, thought I had, you know, I was, you know, I, I, I was having a nice peaceful, you know, night alone eating chicken tenders. He'll call me up and be like, I have a suggestion. And it's great uh, because it makes the film better. Um, and both, I was so lucky because, you know, what I look for both in this film, the film I just, just in future, I, I, I love my actors being creative. I think that's amazing because they're artists. I'm, it, it's just, it, it's, it, as long as we work together, it's the perfect collaboration. And I was lucky that a lot of the best moments in the film as well were, were not written on the page. So, Alex, before you hopped on, we were talking to Jack for a little bit about, you know, how you guys got together and just some of the behind the scenes stuff. And I know you guys worked on this for, what, two days, right? The two 12-hour days. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, what I want to know is, was there anything, was there a challenging time in that 12, in that 12, in those two 12-hour days that really just got to you? Was there anything, like, really, really challenging, whether it was, you know, the lighting wasn't right or something in the script you weren't liking, you had to redo it a few times or what, what was the most challenging for you in, in, in making this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great question. Um, I think, I mean, other than some logistical things, which I'll get out of the way, like the making of the bed, which uh, it doesn't look like it, but it was, Ron's laughing. I'm not, it was, uh, it was, it was terrible. It was, we didn't think, I didn't even think at that point, you know, it was the movie being made was put into question, right? Because we couldn't even put Ron in a chair. We couldn't touch the chairs in that place. Um, we had to use a bed. And obviously, you know, it's different having him in a bed versus a chair. The dynamic is way different. Um, and we, the bed was being made, not an ordinary bed. And we tried to hide it as best as possible in the film. And, and luckily we did that. Um, but that was incredibly difficult. And then also um, just my, the way my style as a filmmaker I, I'm just very long shot oriented. I like my actors to breathe. I like the scene to progress. Uh, and especially with a script like this, which is one location, we're going through tons of lines each take. Um, and so I think a big part of the difficulty was to really hammer down on what we wanted line to line, despite the fact that each take was so long. And, um, and, but, but at the same time, that was also helpful, I think, for the actors as well, because we're not cutting anytime soon for a lot of these takes. And um, the final edit, it, it cuts from, you know, uh, clip to clip, um, not as often as a lot of other just films in general and also one location films. So, yeah, that's, that was, that was very difficult, but I'm, I'm glad it worked out at the end. Well, I, before I let Ben go again, Ron, Jack, anything challenging for you? about you know almost 12 hour days no i had it perfectly i i'm telling you i was just you know first of all it's the middle of summer and there's no ac in this house and i'm yep. under these blankets so i was like you know in my underwear and then I, if if i had gotten out of the bed you know i couldn't walk around in my underwear so I just stayed in the bed between the takes for the setups for I was just I was there so it was pretty it was pretty easy for me to be able to just 
relax into the role, relax into with Jack, you know, we would run lines while they were setting up right there. Cause I was, you know, I was in that bed for the duration pretty much, except for, you know, we broke for lunch. <laughs> I couldn't eat in bed. So I mm. put some clothes on. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately I was not stuck in a bed the whole film. <laughs> I got to I got to move around a little bit and sit. It was like a, it was like a really good mix. I feel like, for me. I mean, honestly, I'd a, I kind of was like it was kind of easy breezy for me in the shooting. So. <laughs> I I didn't have the bed. I didn't have the uh. I didn't also have making the bed. I didn't have to be in the bed. Oh, geez, man, the bed's just the source of all the problems. Jeez. <laughs> but uh uh nah. I mean, like everything went well for me. <laughs> Kind of more on that too. Something else that I think would be uh, difficult, maybe the the camera angles and getting all those set up, and especially that long shot at the end. Oh. Um, <laughs> I imagine, yeah, you're not. I imagine that was uh, maybe took a few takes or or something. So, uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, look at the big brains on Ben here. You know, <laughs> point out every everything. I love it. Um, that oh my gosh yeah out of all of them especially look we were lucky with 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 spencer and our crew that you know once we got into that room and it's one it's it's one room for the majority of the film right so the lighting setup wasn't too extensive obviously you know nathan gets up once in a while um and i and with the location we wanted to be as particular as possible um and the look of the film is so important but especially for that one shot sequence it was it was I, i don't even know how he pulled it off because obviously, I don't want to give too much away. It's at the end of the film, though. We're going from the room that we're based in for the majority of the film, out the hallway, down the stairs, and then back up the stairs, down the hallway, back into the room, right? And we end by turning the camera towards a part of the room, towards a wall that we weren't even looking at at all um, for you know the rest of that shot for the majority of the film, right? And so, the, yeah, the lighting setup was was crazy, and especially you know a long shot like that, not wanting to see too much of the house that we didn't want to see as well as just seeing, you know, stuff that you're not supposed to see in a film, like, you know, lights and, and equipment and, and, and stuff of that sort. Um, and it's, it's, it's also, it's just not just being a long take, but the second to last, last shot in the film. Right. So it's very important. Um, and it required a lot of patience. It required a lot of beats that we had to hit. Um, and it just had to look good. Um, and luckily we were able to get it after a while. It took a lot um, from everyone. It was almost like a, like choreographing a dance number, honestly. Um, but luckily we were able to get it at the end because I wanted a grand kind of send off for the film as well as the characters um, in the location as well. Something to show the massive scale of it. So uh, it was it was definitely worth it despite the struggle. And uh, wait. I actually just remembered something uh about camera angles i just remembered there's this one there's this one shot where i'm throwing the tennis ball and i think we took that at least oh my god times. that that right there that was that was the hard part about shooting for me to answer your <laughs> earlier question i was yeah like, we had to change the like, lens because we were shooting in slow-mo yeah yeah it was like it was i think it was like at the end of like one of our like our first or second yeah year. it was like i was like so i was like ah oh. Okay, just have to throw a tennis ball, and it was just over and over and over. Yeah, which made cool. it which made it really easy for me to say the line, "Put the fucking ball down." 
So, Alex, when you were, you know, doing your scout location, scout locating for this film, was there, was this always, was there another location you had in mind, or was this always kind of like when, when you first saw, where, you know, wherever, you know, wherever in DC this is, when you saw this place, was this like this is this is where I want our film to be, or did you have another place in mind? Yeah, it was it was this one or bust, man. It was because this is this place is just extraordinary. It's um, the Woodrow Wilson House in uh, in DC. Um, it's a national landmark, so the fact that we got it is nothing less than you know remarkable. Um, it's 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 a dream to shoot there, you know. Uh, just you know, just it it does so much of the work for us, right? Um, mm -hmm. Show not tell. We can show so much by virtue of that house that we didn't have to tell you. Both in the script and production design, all of it was taken care of. It was it's one of a kind. It gives off an aura that's so special. Um, and that's just the look of it. The story of it is even more incredible. And, uh, and, and, and it is very important, especially when you're in a one location film, obviously the location matters because this is, you know, this is it, this is it. We're not, we're not doing any exteriors. It's all here. And um, we, it was, the house was honestly so good. There was a lot we couldn't use just because the film, like we, we weren't in that much. We were lucky, you know, Jack was in a couple rooms at the start and then the main room, obviously. But there's so much also that we didn't use um, that 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 was amazing as well. So um, we were extremely lucky. The prices now increased um, a lot. I don't know if that's because of us or because if uh, inflation is hitting us really hard. Um, but uh, yeah. A uh, question for Ron and Jack. Um, is there uh, an inspiration for your character or something um, that you brought from another movie or show that you've seen that um, you could kind of reference to get into character. Um, and then also was there something maybe we don't see on screen that um, you thought about with your characters, like with uh, Nathan's parents, something that um, maybe used as, as a reference for the, the mom or dad, maybe. Oh, good at Jack first. Um, yeah, so there wasn't, like, I didn't really draw any sort of, um, inspiration for Nathan. I mean, in general, I, I, I do really like movies, but I don't like, you know, I don't like study, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't really like, you know, like, memorize characters like that. Also, you know, every character is unique, so I didn't really like, you know, Alex's writing is like, you know, Nathan there is no other like Nathan in Koenig at the Indy 500, you know, he's his own character. So I just, yeah. Um, so that, that's that. And then, Oh, uh, what was, what did you say after? What was your second part of the question? Sorry. Uh, maybe I didn't word it well, but the, is there something else that you brought to the character? Um, and maybe even something off screen, um, yeah. especially like thinking about your parents, if, um, the, the character's parents, uh, um, yeah. yeah, well, uh, for both me and Ron, for our characters, we um we did with Alex. We did a lot of um rehearsals before we did shooting, like just over <laughs> Zoom, like this, and we would, you know, talk through uh, all sorts of things like line delivery and uh, you know, like characterization, and we would also talk about you know our characters outside of just what's stated in the script. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm sure we definitely, you know, like went through what 
Nathan's life looks like outside of the film and his parents. I mean, um, just from what I can think of right now, uh, like, you know, his parents like divorced, um, and like, you know, actually, I don't know. It's been a while, but like, I remember that, uh, it was just, we definitely had like really specific choices for even stuff that wasn't, you know, directly in the script. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You know, for me, it was, it, it's, it's very personal, the choices that I make for the, the character. But if I had to say, if there was any resemblance to anything, it would be Joe Pesci at the, at the, uh, in The Irishman. When you see this ruthless gangster in his oldest, most vulnerable, you know, and it's almost like, good, suffer, you piece of shit. You know, it's <laughs> that kind of thing. And Buddy is kind of like that. He was a, you know, a ruthless did some did terrible things in his life and here he is looking back on it all you know at, at that store so I, I you know i wasn't consciously doing that but when i see him doing that i go yeah that's what we were going we're both going for the same thing there mm -hmm. you know, that's helpful so alex a little fun behind the scenes question for you uh what was it like working with my arch nemesis guy and all for for a couple of days oh my i saw God. <laughs> i saw a guy in the credits so i had to <laughs> what was it like working with him for on the set i mean you know guy he he, he was slating <laughs> but you know nothing with guys how it seems so you know it wasn't just slating i remember we had a shot of ron an insert of ron's hands you didn't even have to slate it it was an insert um, but he slated it anyways with the tagline, uh, <laughs> with the tagline hands extreme and he just couldn't stop laughing, um, in video village. Um, and then I think it also, if we want to talk about hands, you, are you talking, was that the, the, the stand-up comic guy who wanted to be a stand? -up? Yeah. Yeah. No, I had yeah. to tell him to shut the fuck up at a certain point. <laughs> really? You know, we're trying to do a serious yeah. scene and they're like, I oh, was making jokes and everything. And I remember saying, shut the fuck up. We're trying to work here. Yeah. Yeah. Ron, especially with a film like this. It. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Ron. <laughs> um, I, exactly I remember this is like sort of off topic, but there are inserts in, with the hands. Ron, do you remember? We, we showed your hands a lot, didn't we? I was, hey, man, when I saw the movie for the first time, I'm going, and best supporting actor, Ron Littman's hands. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I I had someone tell me after we shot the film, I don't remember who, they told me, they said, uh, someone we worked on the film, they said, where Quentin Tarantino has feet, Alex Elmer has hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. A little behind the scenes trivia. I'll follow you uh, forever, Alex. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You have to make that, yeah, a recurring thing. <laughs> I'm a big uh, music guy, so I was wondering how you came across um, the Mozart song, uh, if you had that planned early. Yeah, obviously, there's no music in the rest of the film, <laughs> so I wanted to do something that would... I, obviously, the opening sequence is very important to set the mood, um, and so the Mozart piece, I was going through a couple. That one had a sort certain melancholy that i wanted to kind of display but also it's not it, it it has life in it right it's not too depressing 
Um, but it's also it's 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 done by an artist who's it's not like the action it's not like the regular if, if I, I don't remember the specific uh track that that one is i don't remember the name uh but um it, it andante has a, from concerto number 21 that's what i have okay 21 <laughs> uh but um it doesn't have a specific it doesn't it's not like if you were to listen to that track on itunes it would be the same exact version right this one had a specific melancholy almost i can't even describe it but almost it's it's not it's not I don't even know how to describe it other than it's not how the piece would normally be played or sound. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. I, I, you know, as we start to wrap up here, and I, you know, one thing I wanted to ask, you know, I guess, you know, for really the entire cast and, and, and Alex here is, you know, Alex, what's, what's, what's next for you, man? You know, cause you know, I was going to make a joke of like, you know, all these, you know, the, you know, First time directors and stuff, they always get asked, Well, why don't you direct a Marvel film next? You know, you, you could do yeah, why don't you direct a Star Wars film? I'm not gonna ask you that kind of question. Um, but well, I do want to ask you should because I, I think you should. I think you should ask. No, I'm not gonna no, because I don't like I know the answer. No. Me. <laughs> <Hashtags>. <laughs> uh I know you want to give me a Marty answer, but you would give me some kind of smart ass answer. So I'm not gonna No, no, uh, I honestly wouldn't. I would oh, love okay. to. Wonder I like money, Ron. What are you talking about? <laughs> No, honestly, I'm a big, you know, DC fan. If I were to direct any Marvel movie, I would direct, if I could direct any Marvel movie, it would probably be, oof, that's a tough one. I love the Magneto Web, character. Obviously. I would have to go a Magneto solo movie. I oh, love the Magneto that's character. Interesting. Yeah, I really, that's really like him. Especially with where we are in the universe. I, I love the character. I would on and honestly, I don't know if I'd go Fastbender. I don't know, um, but yeah. And then if I were to direct a DC movie, it would be, it it would have to be a Batman movie. It would have to be. Interesting. I, okay. And you do a trilogy, of course, Alex. Right? You do it. Oh gosh! Oh my God! Whatever I can do to you know afford a new house. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, I would yeah. But that's obviously. Yeah, that's why you should post re, repost this clip and then tag me, and then, and then and, yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, um, as far as yeah, like you know, that? are you do you yeah. plan on doing like another short film or yeah, a, 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 a film at longer yes. in length? What's 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 the plan? Or do you even have? Yes. You, uh, yeah. What's the plan? Yeah. So this film, it was only shot a year and a half ago, right? But in the life of 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 of, of specifically me as, as a filmmaker, someone who's still learning a year and a half is so, it makes so much of a difference. Um, it's, it's just, my life is totally different now and I'm a totally different director than I was then. Um, and, um, so I, I finished production on my second film, old man, which is a horror satire different than this, um, way different, big, bigger crew, bigger cast. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it's different. I'm still trying to kind of work my, my way through. I like to do different genres. I don't like to do the same thing. But I also, I, I want to do comedy. I, I, it's, I've been very vocal about that. I really want to do comedy. If you know me, if anybody knows, I, I, I don't take shit seriously. I don't like taking shit seriously. <laughs> I never, I haven't, I never have. Um, and I, 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 this cognac, it, 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 it is, it has comedic undertones. A lot Absolutely. of the tools that I'm using in the script I'm using references. I'm using callbacks. Those are comedic writing tools, right? And unconsciously, when I was writing this, I was using um, tools that are traditionally used to write comedies. And uh, I definitely want to do that moving forward. 
um, and, and, and and try my hand at it because both this and, and the recent film that I made are not they're 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 all they're genre bending. They're one genre combined with comedy. I want to do like a full comedy, and so I just finished a feature, and then I'm writing wise, and I'm going to write another one that I want to shoot. So just comedy in general. I'm I'm very excited um, to see where it takes me, and I want to make people laugh. So can I ask for your for this horror film? Did you do another blend? Did you blend like horror and comedy yeah. for this next one? Or? Yeah, it was horror satire. Okay. So yes, it was it was comedy. It wasn't as overt as this one. It's definitely a lot darker. But yeah. Ben, do you have anything else you wanted to ask? Uh, Jack and Ron, what do you have? Uh, do, do you have anything else planned coming up? January 1st on my uh, YouTube page, which is DC Trash. I will be premiering my newest video entitled Gunsmoke and Bullshit. A series devoted to finding out what the fuck really happened in American history. As told by Davy Crockett. It's about right. a 13, 14 minute video. It's fucking terrific. It's my political satire stuff. I do solo performance, have done for 45, 50 years. And uh, this is my newest video. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I can't wait. It's January 1st, right? Yep. Awesome. Can't wait to check that out. What about you, Jack? Me? Uh, is, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in high school, uh, so I don't, I don't get to focus on uh, all of my time and energies onto, um, you know, my art, acting and singing and dancing, all that too. Because, oh yeah, I should mention, I do a lot of uh, musical theater. That's like um, my main thing, I guess. So, uh, you know, I'm doing some musicals with my high school. Right now we're doing cabaret and I'm the MC. So yeah, yeah that's fun. I've got, um, and you know, in the meantime, I'm still auditioning for stuff for films and, uh, you know, just keeping on working on my skills and hopefully one day, you know, I'll just, just, just keep getting films like this and keep doing what I love. Hey Jack, how old are you now? I'm 15, but I turned 16 in a month. Well, hey man, 15, you should move to DC. You can hijack cars. We have, you know, 14 and 15 year olds hijacking cars here. So, you know, come on down. I'll campaign for LA because there's a lot more possibility in that realm of business here. In multiple offers. Oof. <laughs> yeah, deal, 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 no deal, Jack. Who's dealing taking LA or, uh, <laughs> or DC? I feel, like, I feel like it's like a signing day. I got like the baseball hats with the different colleges, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Ben, if, if you don't have any other questions, man, I mean, I, first, I want to thank. All three of you guys, Alex, Ron, and Jack, for allowing us the opportunity to do our first interview here. Uh, you know, and like I said, Alex, we've known each other for a while. So again, I'm very, very, very happy for you, man. And on this on this feature debut, and I can't wait for more people to go. I don't know how many people you've shown it. I know some people in our little group chat and the credit. I know some people have seen it, but I, I think it's what wide on the twenty second, correct? Yes, the twenty second um, on, on on YouTube easy to find it 23 minutes um so yeah it's 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 a great watch during the holidays so so make sure to check it out awesome so we'd like to kind of let you guys shamelessly plug wherever social media handles you guys got so alex we'll start with you man where can people find you online yeah so tlc underscore productions underscore so you can uh see all the details about the film um and all the 
Press we're doing. Um, and then uh, on YouTube, League of Cinephiles, where you can find the film on December 22nd. And then TLOCproductions.com. And Ron, if people want to find you online, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on the uh, FBI's 10 Most Wanted list. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to my YouTube page, which is DC Trash. Or you can go to the Millennium Stage Kennedy Center site and find DC Trash. And that's it. January 1st, my new video on DC Trash YouTube. Oh, it's a follow-up. Oh, I didn't know. And Jack, what about you, man? Uh, yeah. Um, my, uh, my Instagram is uh, Jack Wheeler uh, underscore official. I guess that's my... Uh, I kind of forgot it existed, but I made a little uh, like work Instagram for myself. Um, a big zero post. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a big, uh, <laughs> I'm not big on social media. I kind of just mainly just use Instagram for reels. But he's a diva, folks. He's a diva. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, Jack Wheeler. That's W I E L A R underscore official. All right. And then if people want to find out about us, man, you know, where people find us online. Yeah, if you want to hear us talk about movies, uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast and email us uh, your thoughts on this amazing short film. Uh, let us, uh, you know, if, if you want to tell us about it and then we can send it on to Alex too or, you know. Tell him directly, of course. Um, email us at rb.theinfinityfilmpodcast at gmail.com. That's rb, like Rod Ben, dot the Infinity Film Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Support Alex's short film when it's out in the 22nd. So, as of the when this episode drops, it'll be out for everyone, to go, everybody in the world to go see and uh, check out. So, oh, oh, yeah. we very much would appreciate if you guys would do that. Support our support our friend Alex Thank over you. here. Um, it's only 23 minutes. Okay. Come on now. You're not binge watching a Netflix series or anything like that. It's a 23 minute short film. You can take 23 minutes out of your day to go watch it. Don't worry, Alex. I got your back. I won't be expecting that Venmo tomorrow. But anyway, that being said, (laughs) for myself, for Ben, for Ron, Alex, and Jack, we appreciate you guys. Happy holidays. And we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you.